0: Stand by to stand by. Stand by to stand by. Hi, hello, and welcome. Doing this thing finally for everyone and myself. Uh, this is Standby to Standby, a podcast about the, uh, the live events industry and the people that make that happen, uh, backstage to onstage. Uh, catchphrase uh, (laughs) to come in the future. I am your almost reluctant host, Stephen Covey, and I'm here to bring these conversations to you. Um, I'm going to keep this one short and sweet. We'll see where the future lies as far as intros. But for now, um, I got a conversation with a longtime stagehand, union member, uh, all around kind of funny guy, uh, David Camp. He's going to tell us some stories. He's got some funny ones. He is uh, gets himself in more situations than most. But I think it's a good way to start this show. Kind of lighthearted, easy, funny. Uh, let me know what you think. If you have stories to share, if you want to tell me anything, I got an email address to do that through. Uh, standbys at standby2standby.org. That's right. Standbys at standby to standby.org. Uh, send me a voicemail, email, your stories, your thoughts, your opinions. Um, and uh, we'll go from there. I'll pop them in. We'll, I'll have some merchandise, some swag. Everybody likes swag, stickers, maybe something, socks. I don't know. We'll See where it goes. We're just getting started. I'm excited. I hope you are too. Thank you for finding me. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for being here. And um, with, you know what? No further ado, Let's get to today's guest. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, me and David Camp. Stand by to stand. where everything led to now everything did lead to now that's what makes it all so cool and that's what makes everybody's path so cool and that's what i want to talk about more than anything like i get like even coming in today we're like oh stories uh, you know uh, even like a worry about remembering certain stories and really the story is like all these fucking weirdos and different types of people you know i I mean find some path in this thing you sort of have uh, roots in this world you know and there's so many different avenues in and different roots in, yeah. into it and out yeah. of it that uh, as your, your mom's a photographer around celebrities uh your dad what's your dad doing
1: so my father got a temporary job in the um in the 1950s working for a company called Daisy and Fabrics
0: okay and there we go here's, they, the, here's the connection and
1: they made fabrics for all kinds of draperies and upholstery but also they were the they were before Rosebrand. They were the theatrical fabric manufacturers. As a matter of fact, Daisy still makes most of the stuff that Rosebrand sells as theatrical fabric.
0: Uh, oh no shit! Are they still around today? I believe they are under the same name. I believe they are. No shit! And I before look it up. Rosebrand, because that's I mean, well, that's Ro- the they, name they used to, they, Rosebrand they used to sell again. a lot of stuff to Rosebrand. I want Rosebrand as a sponsor, right? Yeah, they
1: <laughs> There's kind of a they weird story either. about them. They kind of they did some. Whatever, but I-
0: Did they do I, some I, shady stuff? You don't got to say details or whatever? Yeah, yeah I forgive. Yeah, I, I, my
1: brother way. forgave them, so I forgive them.
0: Okay, okay. Oh, between you and your company, not- Yeah, even. yeah, oh, interesting, yeah, interesting, interesting, yeah. Interesting,
1: I'll tell you in yeah. private later,
0: maybe. That's fair. That's fine. Um, But whatever, it's, it's all forgiven. They're one of those companies that really is like- Yeah. The name for it. It's like the Kleenex yeah. of fabrics. Exactly, exactly.
1: But they don't make those fabrics. They just resell them. They don't
0: even make- Oh, okay. That's interesting,
1: um, too. Mostly my dad, my dad was mostly selling fabrics yeah. to, you know- to corp, you know, for corporate draperies and things like that, but he got a, uh, he had the whole. He was a salesman for the southeast for Daisy and Fabrics, which was a big deal because they were a huge deal back then.
0: Yeah,
1: and uh, so fourth of the country. so in 1969, we the family drove up to first to Orlando to meet his big client, uh, which was Walt Disney. No shit. And it was 1969. Disney That's World didn't six. open till '72. So when we first went to Disney World, it was this, this
0: giant hole in the ground. Yeah, well, because he bought all the property first. I mean, for right. a while first. But
1: then he dug Underground Disney's like twice as big as Disney. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: They don't let the photos of that come out really. Right, right. Like and covers. I gr- and I grew up in Underground Disney.
1: I was there like once a month or more or twice a month. For all of my youth, Well, it's I can't crazy.
0: imagine how big of a contract that must have been
1: to get. Well, the- that's the thing. So he got a big contract for all of their fabric. Hey fucking and a then lot of fabric in 1972.
0: I, I'm still I'm blown away. He so to get a contract like Disney, that must have been the biggest thing they could have. Yeah, now I'm sure. Right? They,
1: but Disney called Daisy and Fabrics because Daisy and Fuck. was a supplier, and my father that was his territory. I just it's.
0: I wonder if it, it was like a lot of money or if it was still so. Early because like he bought all the real estate real cheap. It was it no was early knew.
1: and, my, and I, I know my father didn't get rich from it. I bet he could have charged way more. I, I mean, Daisy might've gotten rich from it. I don't mm. know.
0: All right. Interesting. All right. So big contract. And then the whole family's living there because it's such a big contract. You guys. Well, we're
1: that? not living there. We're living in Miami. Oh, but
0: you drove up to Orlando. We drove up to Orlando. You brought the whole family.
1: Well, because we also went to, that was July of 1969. And guess what happened two days after that?
0: Of July of '69, was there a uh, we, hit the we hit the moon? We hit the moon. We we got to drive over and see the moon launch. No shit, hey, yeah. right there by Kennedy Space Center. Yeah, did you see the launch?
1: I saw the launch I with your
0: st- own fucking eyes, with my own
1: eyes, and I wow. can still feel, I can still feel it. It's so that Saturn V rocket, I can still feel it in my gut to this day.
0: I'll bet you were way closer than they let people get to now. No. Also, oh no? maybe maybe I'll bet maybe because we know. we were on a boat in uh, oh yeah, it's probably even better.
1: Yeah, and I think it's closer. I think they don't let you get as close in the boats anymore either.
0: Oh, that's cool as shit, man. Yeah, like, oh, it's cool. I want to see a rocket launch anyway. That's f- great. I, you know, it's always a cool story to hear. But nothing replaces the idea of you seeing the one that went the first one. Oh, I know. Like it's, that's it's awesome. fucking historic, man. Like that's real fucking.
1: And I plan, American it, history. I plan on going to wow. see the next moon launch if they, if if I actually am alive for that, which should be very soon.
0: When was the last time we were on the moon? 1972. That was it, right? We did I was it. There. And we're done. We did it, yeah. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah, I heard talk about it. That's crazy, and that's yeah. You gotta go. You saw the first one. You gotta see the most recent one. That would be cool. You Gotta be see there. like fifty years apart. Fuck yes, man. Who? Not many people can say that for any of that. That's pretty I neat. Know. That's a neat one. I know. I like that. It's not even diving deep, and I'm already. That's like that's pretty. It's kind of cool. All right. So your dad's working for this company, guys in so Orlando. So anyway, okay. Company. So
1: 1972, they partner with um, a company called New, New York Flameproofing, who they were doing business with. Makes sense. And they bought. There was a company down here in Florida, owned by this guy named Charlie Kenny, and he had been around since 1927. The company had been around. So he already had his company. That's he had his where the company.
0: Kenny name comes from. Charlie Kenny.
1: Hey. hey. Now Charlie Kenny was retiring in 1972. 72. Okay. So my parents and this guy from New York, uh, who owned New York Flame Proofing, uh, named Jim Belmont, um, they decided to buy this company name because it had a good name and he had a lot of clients. What he did was basically stage draperies and rigging. Uh, my parents basically started running that company in 1972.
0: Shit. I'm listening. And <laughs> it's okay.
1: I'm, I'm pausing so you can edit out the noise from the background noise.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, I gotta keep nicotine in my system. Absolutely. I can't fall to
1: it. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so um, that's how my parents got into the real stage installation business. Big deal, right? So I mean- my parents had to hire the people that had done the installations, and they hired this guy named Dick LaViolette who happened to be in a part of the local stagehands union, local Uh-oh. 545 hey. and Dick LaViolette bought in this guy, this young kid who um, was reputed to be like a famous cat burglar and shit. But wait a second. Um, Who's this cat, cat burglar name? But, but you know, there's no proof <laughs> of that.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Time has passed. Uh, and he was this young Cuban guy named. Hey, Torres. I've heard of that guy. Um, and anyway, um, I was... How old are you at this point? I was 12, 13, 14. Okay. So not, okay. not
0: looking for a job yet.
1: Not looking for a job, but kind of because I, <laughs> I had dreams of being a famous jewel thief. Or well, not famous, but just jewel thief.
0: Oh, wait a minute. The cat, bur- cat burglar
1: Yeah, that played and the jewel time. thief. Yeah. Okay. I, right. I've seen well, that script. Anyway, you know, because Murph the Surf was one of my heroes. I met him, by the way, with David. Who Zucker was your and, hero? Uh, Murph the Surf. but he turned Murph out, the Surf? I found out later that he was a scumbag. They made a movie about Murph with uh, Robert Conrad starring as Murph. As Murph the Surf? Yeah. Oh, man. He was a, no. caban- he was a cabana boy in, in the Fountain Blue where I used to basically live because my parents had a cabana there. But I didn't know him then. Mm, fancy. Um, he was already in prison. What happened to yeah. Murph
0: the Surf? I, I do tangent, but-
1: he, he went to prison. What uh, a catchy name for Murph for, for murder.
0: Murpher. He got it. Right. He got it for Murfer. Murph the Surf for Murfer. murder.
1: And uh, murder. then he came, then he got out and uh, he was living in the same building with David Zuckerman and I met him in David Zuckerman's parking lot.
0: Holy shit! So you have a lot of small world stuff happening. All, I
1: I always have that happening.
0: All pulling you into this uh, fucking weird ass business. So there's an archbishop story. Oh, that was awesome! Please tell me. Okay, thank you. All right,
1: um, this is one of one of my many most embarrassing moments on stage, and oh. also one of the funniest. Embar- it wasn't really on stage, but embarrassing. Is okay, great, though. embarrassing. We is a great were story. doing a show in uh, in the year two thousand. It was the 2000th anniversary of Jesus for the Archdiocese of Miami and also the Catholic Church in
0: general. Did, sorry, did they call it the anniversary of Jesus?
1: They, the 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 yeah the 2000th bir-
0: <laughs> they call it the 2000th birthday of Jesus. Okay, okay. Just hearing it as an anniversary is pretty yeah, funny. All right, yeah. Please, I'm the, sorry. The birthday, the birthday. I'll try not to keep interrupting.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what year Jesus got married. What what day? So I can't his do anniversary, an anniversary. It's birthday. Anyway, How it was are? his birthday. Two thousand years of Jesus, Happy. which was it was a fascinating show. Like twenty or thirty thousand people at the convention center. Um, one of the speakers was Archbishop McCarthy. Okay. Where's okay. he out of? Where's he bishop He's here. out of? He was here. out of
0: South Florida. South Florida. He's a South Florida bishop. South Florida. Very good. Yep. Archbishop. Archbishop.
1: Um, which is like one step below a cardinal, I think.
0: You know, I don't know the whole hierarchy of the, of the church. So I think I did once, to one time. You
1: probably did. I did two once.
0: Anyway. Archbishop, higher than bishop, almost a cardinal. Something like this that. This guy's a big deal in the this fucking This guy's a big deal. In a
1: Catholicism. Okay. Um, He's really well-known, very popular. So now um, they had a room for the bigwig speakers that was actually on the third floor of the convention center. Um, now, this convention center is totally filled up with people as the speakers are going. Um, and you know how big that place is, a million square feet. So we're talking at least 20,000, maybe more people. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So now um, I had to, I was. I was one of the A2s and I had to, Set up the microphone for his dresser to put on him. Nobody can be in the room when the archbishop is dressing. Nobody can touch him uh, once he's dressed. Mm-hmm. That's not a you yeah, that's yeah, holy, bro. It's, it's, holy. it's all holy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very holy important. Shit. Exactly, holy shit. This is holy shit. So, dresser takes care I spoke to the dresser very clearly how, how to where to put the place the microphone, how to make sure it's on, how to put it in his wraps, where to put it. The guy repeated it to me, was clear by his questions. I knew he was smart. Okay. I'm surprised he hadn't done it before though, right? He didn't say he didn't. I'll he was just he like, I got have. it. Yeah, I, he right. gave me the, I know, I know, I know. Okay, yeah, no, there you I go. got it, I got it, I got it. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, so now about <laughs> maybe 10 minutes before, and we told him, make sure it's on 15 minutes before. Yeah. We have hours of battery in this.
0: And you have no reason to doubt any of it, right? right? It sounds like he's done it. So now about
1: it, 15 minutes before <laughs> we notice his microphone is not on.
0: You're not getting any signal. We're not, We're not getting
1: the signal. Oh, boy. Which we should have because the room was line of sight even though it was like pretty far away. From the receivers
0: before. should be picking them up by now. Right.
1: Oh boy. So now 10 minutes before. 10. Uh, the, um, the sound guy goes, L- something's going on. It's go not check. on yet. Yeah, Run up there and check. No, I have to run. Literally run. Yeah,
0: down to 10 minutes, man. This guy. Yeah, so yeah, I run yeah.
1: into the room and he's yeah. in there alone. No dresser. No dresser. Just the Just the archbishop. Oh boy. And I say, did he turn the microphone on? He goes... And his, he had an Irish accent and I, I can't even pretend to do it, but he was like, I don't know, I, I, I don't know. I'm like, well, you gotta get him fast because you got, he goes, I don't know how to get a hold of him. He doesn't have a cell phone. Oh boy. And then the archbishop kind of does like a double take, looks around and he goes, look, I won't tell if you won't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, that's so nice. So now
1: he literally lifts up his fucking robes. Uh-oh. I'm on my knees in front of oh, him. Oh Jesus. The robes are down, so all you see is him yes. with me, with my feet sticking out. Oh.
0: And oh I'm God. trying
1: to dig through, trying to get to the microphone. And then the door was not locked, was it? And it was I'm not sorry. locked, uh, and the and, and Archbishop McCarthy says. If somebody walks in right now, I'll have a lot of explaining to do. And he started laughing and I started laughing. And it was like one of, it totally relieves attention. It was one of the funniest things ever. It's that kind of shit he, is the
0: best. Cause he was, oh,
1: he was God. totally breaking aware, the rules of the Catholic church by letting me do this.
0: Aware of the absurdity I finally reached into his,
1: you know, oh. where his, his rap was and found the thing and turned it on and got on the radio. It was on. Um, And he and I were still laughing, tears coming out of my eyes. I mean, he's the archbishop making a joke about getting a blowjob. And it was fucking awesome.
0: Yes. Just Mm -hmm. just for you. It was not for a crowd. It wasn't for people. It's that break the tension. uh, Right. You know, I know this is weird. And, but you would not expect it from... I
1: didn't expect it. And an it was so, totally great. And to this that's day, beautiful. I have love for the guy because of that. Of course. That. Because he was real. He Those... wasn't like putting on an air. He didn't care about the 2,000 <sighs> years of tradition. It's like, go ahead and it's fucking touch me, you know? We're at. Yeah, yeah. What's right, going Just happen? make it happen. Make, you know, the okay. show must go on. Make it happen, which is... I lo- that's, that's my motto in life, you know? Oh, come
0: on. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. So you know, he, he walks the walk a little bit. He does. He was you real, know? you
1: know? But it was so funny. Just, you know, he's making a very... Sensitive, sexual, inappropriate joke. Oh, it's provocative, which was yeah. so great, you know. Oh no, no, because I live for of, that. I live for
0: inappropriateness. Oh, and you are the guy to receive that joke for sure, right? To right. so take it the right yeah, way. Imagine, <laughs> down there oh, totally you uncomfortable. Know. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. But no, no, to get You're a good <laughs> laugh. And I
1: was like, I don't want even to think
0: I'm doing that. What you know? did you say? I'm sorry, you? I shouldn't. I edit that name out. Of course, I Yeah. Okay. I've had to take his name out of every show so far. <laughs> don't you have another micing up, like a politician at oh, the convention yeah. center? Embarrassing story. It wasn't
1: the convention center. It was at the Fountain Blue Hotel. But it was a politician. It was it was a politician's wife who okay. became a politician. Okay. Her name was, uh, I don't know if any you know, of you heard of her. Her name was Hillary Clinton. Um. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you still she, remember her. Well, she, knows, she created email. I don't want to go there. Um, I think that's what she did. Anyway, so... Um, this was in the 1993, she was Ooh. campaigning with her husband for, before he became elected president, just before.
0: The saxophone player.
1: That guy, yeah. From Arkansas, the, the, right? Yeah, the, the, the guy who plays sax without inhaling. Yeah, yeah he was cool. um, Anyway, so um, she, I walk into a room and she, they, she wasn't the first lady yet, so the Secret Service stayed outside, it was just
0: me and her in the room. Was he? Was he? Was she the governor's wife at that point? Was he a governor? She was the governor's okay, wife. Okay, so still yes.
1: pretty, you know, pretty big, yeah, yeah, pretty big deal. And she was also pretty famous. She'd be been some... on the Watergate committee and stuff. She was a lawyer. And she was.
0: She was. So a she should have deal. some security, not Secret Service, whatever. But there whatever. Be. I was.
1: Right. I repassed all the vetting, so I'm good. Okay, um, which I still do to this day for some reason. Oh well, good. No, I, I should. I, I do. I've been always good at the politicians. But
0: they vetted you, so you're you're in the with I'm Hillary and no no security, no security, just just okay. me and Hillary. Hey, there you go. Okay, and she's.
1: Going over some paperwork at this big table, big, long table. She's just sitting at the end head of the table. And I said, um, Mrs. Clinton, would you please stand up so I can mic you? That's polite. Okay. Um, I hate these situations. And she's like, do you mind? I have to finish this. Do you mind doing that while I'm sitting down? And what am I going to do? Argue with her?
0: You know, mic her up while she's sitting? Yeah.
1: Yeah. All Right. Uh, Right.
0: Not easy. I didn't all, have... I was. Awkward. It was the early
1: 90s. I wasn't that experienced. Right, I would have I, I insisted that she stood, you know, probably now. No, it's hard to do. It's, it's hard. hard to do. The, you know, she, she asked a question. I thought I could do it. I didn't think it'd be a problem.
0: No, it's hard to be insistent about yeah. things like that. Especially to someone that's, you know... Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's always hard. The A2 position, that miking up people thing is one of the hardest. I love doing that, though. I, I love being an A2 more than A1. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. But it is a weird position to be in with this, like... Like I'll do it sometimes with the ballet, and like just even there, go, I know the ballerinas and stuff. But going in and out of their dressing rooms I, and things, yeah, and I still just, and I still ask, like, uh, and I still ask, is it okay if oh, I do shit, it? Yeah, do I have a woman do it? I walk in backwards, yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, but like, you know, di- putting your hands on different people to mic them, taping on yeah, clipping yeah. stuff. But we did a quick change where the dude's dropping trow and he's in his underwear we're putting a mic on Yeah, like it's there's so many it's such an awkward I think I, I, I might have done that one with you remember yeah yeah yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, well, West Side Story I think yes, yes 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 I did that with you
1: I just try to focus on the professional part that's all you just can putting, do I'm putting a microphone on a body
0: but that's all it is and, all, right. and right. that's how you get through it but right. it's not like anything else you're not touching other people in any other position right. like that's the only time you're actually like Hands on. Like Unless a you're a makeup artist or makeup. something. Yeah. 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 But mo- yeah, most of the time, right. Yeah, but, hands what, aren't going but what on. we
1: do, what you and I do, it's the only time we touch people.
0: Yes. Right. Think and so. sometimes in very sensitive places. I know. It's it's funny how that works. But now you're in the room with, okay, with now Hillary in the room with Clinton, Hillary. of okay. all people. Yeah. So it's not just a ballerina in a dressing room. Right. Which its, it's has a It's, its go, the
1: governor's wife who, yeah. who, by all polls, is about to come the first lady. Right, right. A known
0: um, entity in the world of politics.
1: And so I'm leaning over the table, the end of the table, trying to clip the mic on. And I have to lean a little further. And I lean a little further. Uh, and I just leaned a little too far. And uh, I fell right on top of her. Did you? With my right hand <laughs> squarely no. on her Left breast. Come on, man. And I couldn't move. Oh my god! It's like without pushing off on her lap or something, which I didn't want to do. And I'm trying to move. No,
0: she's sitting, and you've fallen on top of her. It's you're yeah. in a horrible position. Yeah. yeah what
1: are you? <laughs> and, and, I, and I and I and I'm and, oh, and, and we're and I'm trying to struggle, but gently because I don't want to hurt her. Right, yeah. And and I'm trying to get my, but I can't move my hand off her breast because uh, then I would fall face first into her cleavage. What so doing? what I do, and I finally got one hand and. Pushed against the her, the, the, her crotch, her, her not quite a crotch. Made maybe way worse. I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, maybe <laughs> <I put> both, <laughs> it could have been. So I figured I if I pushed I off, I finally, I finally got myself up, and I turned red, and she turned red. Oh good. And we both looked at each other, and then she kind of broke the tension by kind See. of smiling a little bit. And she said, "Because she'd asked me my name when I first walked in." She said, "It's okay, David." Oh nice. Yes, It was very cool. See, and then and then she said, "I guess I should have taken her advice." And then she <laughs> uh, stood up. Yeah, and then realized I- realized that's I, why. Then I marked her. And it was it was funny as shit. Anyway, so that's how I got to feel up Hillary Clinton.
0: Yeah, not many people have gotten to feel that boob. I think she lets everyone feel the right one, if anything. No one gets to yeah, feel Yeah, this the was the left, left one. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty but special. But she was very cool about it. That's awesome. That the the the, the being cool about it part is the coolest part. Because yeah. again, it can be a I don't even know. Like you just like that's all it should be It's like a, okay, it's a fucking moment. I'm sorry, excuse me. It's okay, whatever it is. Yeah,
1: but it's like I had. But, a, I, I didn't just fall on her. I fell on her with my hand. Oh yeah, dude. It's firmly planted on her it, breast, and lot. there was no way to move it off for like about three seconds, but which like, seemed like what, an hour.
0: Like, but what's the other side of it? She screams and yells, calls for somebody. I mean, there's definitely the. I think the most there are, common are women is, that would have done that. I think the I'm most sure. common is something happens later. Like you don't hear nothing happens right there. It's just sort of a uh, kind of moment. They don't say it's okay or anything.
1: Right, right. But But it feels like
0: nothing. But then- It feels like
1: nothing, but then all of a sudden you find out you're not allowed to the foul blue again.
0: That's right. You've been banned from the building because- Yeah.
1: But no, she never said anything to anybody. And she did later on when I saw her smile at me and I smiled at her. You had a little moment. We did. I don't know. You know, it was about that and and just her being, you know, a moment of recognition too. But she was cool. That's Um, pretty
0: cool, man. So what other? Give me another. What do you got as far as like, because the celebrity stuff is funny to me. Because it's such like a it's this our job is great our job is a job but there is this like weird intermixing with celebs all okay. of a sudden and well things. like like at the James L Knight Center which yeah, yeah, I'm
1: yeah. um, I'm pushing a I'm um, a huge road case which was taller than I was filled with lamps I could barely get it rolling I finally got it rolling so I'm pushing it forward can't towards, see it around the front can't see it around the front they have it. like an elevator <laughs> they have to get you know get it into which which I know you're aware of no, um, I wish I wasn't and. um, So I finally get this thing rolling, and all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, around the, you know, I'm trying to peek around the side, I see two people walk right in front of me. And so I got to go grab the handles (laughs) and and plant my feet into the ground, and it slid for a little bit, but it stopped before it hit them. I didn't see who it was. And I said, what are you fucking
0: blind? Nice.
1: And then they turn around and oh, it's Stevie Wonder not, and his
0: handler. Not nice.
1: And I said, that's a Stevie Wonder. But he just gave me the big Stevie Wonder smile and the head shake and turned around and kept
0: going. Oh my God. You yelled, are you blind? Are you fucking blind? Are you fucking blind? You know, they say he might not be as blind as I know, but who cares? So maybe he saw the box. Maybe it was a setup all along. Maybe it was. Oh my God. You know, I've at the night centers had a few cool moments. That's a funny venue. Cause like it hosts such a weird variety of shows. It's yeah. such a weird spot anyway. And it's like amphitheater, indoor hotel type of, yeah. nothing else really like it. But I saw uh, Sting do a show there. And I'm not a big Sting fan or whatever, but a lot like, of music, I, I don't have to be a fan of, but that, something about the live performance of yeah. things. Mm-hmm. And it's it's awesome, man. I'm not even a big fan of like musicals, but I can get goosebumps off that shit. So I get to, I'm, uh, Sting is, is there. He's doing a, like a closed door, like uh, it's a, it's radio contest winners or something like okay. that. It's an audience of like 12. It's oh, wow. so small. That's it's awesome. a small, intimate little acoustic, him on a stool by himself doing this thing. And I got to sit up, you know, out of sight, out of mind up in the yeah. far seats or whatever. Uh-huh. And just to be there and be a part of it. It wasn't anything crazy, or anything special really, but it was special. Like there's 12 people here. I'm, yeah. A, it felt I I totally I know, get it because cool. I had it was, an experience was,
1: like that at the same exact venue. It felt good, and and I still get kind of goosebumps when I think mm. about it. Um, Linda Ronstadt was there, okay. and she was doing her mariachi tour. Okay, she
0: did, I didn't know she did a mariachi. Tour. Oh, it was
1: so good! Really
0: interesting. Oh my
1: god, you got you should you should check out some of the music. <laughs> I guess I will. It's, yeah, it's online. All right. Okay, and she was doing the mariachi tour. Now she didn't want anybody mm. uh, to be there during her sound check. Okay. So they clear out what the happens. whole room. They told everybody to take dinner out in the lobby. Okay, not it's, even
0: essential. Like just bare, bare essential. Like one guy only, at the board,
1: one one guy at the monitor board, yeah. one guy at the sound board, and just in case something fell down, one a two. That's it. Me.
0: Oh shit! Everybody else out, but you you're here as a just in case. Yeah. Oh, lovely. So, lovely.
1: They told me just to just to be close. Oh. I asked. Her manager. Yeah. If I could just sit in the audience, you know, uh, and and watch the show, I'll be I'll be unobtrusive. Yeah, of course. And he asked her, and she looked at me, and she said, "Yeah,
0: that's oh, right." Oh, wow.
1: Okay. That's beautiful. So now she did her entire set with nobody in the audience, <sighs> nobody except for me. Private And the show entire time, she's looking me in the eyes and singing
0: it towards you. You were it. You were it. Because I'm it's-
1: sitting in like the third row, so I got better sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she and I mean, literally. Almost as close as you and I are now, dude. That and it was once in a And It was time. one of the most beautiful experiences of my life. And she literally looked into my eyes the Were whole you time. You just
0: locked in like that with her the whole time. Yes. You're like, oh, how do you look away? You don't. Like, you just. I, I tried.
1: Yeah. At first, it was like one of those things uh, where I was almost embarrassed and trying to look away, right? but I couldn't. No. Where else am I going to look? And you it would get, be it'd be insulting to her if I looked away. Yeah, you get locked in. So, so I'm oh, just. Oh, it was oh. just me and her eye to eye for an entire set. I'm talking like a half hour, forty minutes, something like that. That
0: long she did it was she more did, than a song or two. She did her entire set for check. Come on. That's, what a moment, huh? Oh my God. What a moment. Because she had an hour because they were all at dinner. That's the best It was
1: like one of the most wonderful perks of this business I've ever had.
0: And it's a perk of the business. Because how else are you going to have that moment? I was going
1: to have a one-on-one show with Linda Ronstadt. You're not.
0: You're just not. Unless, I mean- I mean, literally one-on-one. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, I got to pee pee real quick. go Go ahead. That's awesome. Oh, sorry. Thank you that's okay so um
1: yeah that that's uh we get definitely get perks you know
0: there's some stuff like that it is the entertainment industry you know what i mean it's so often and that's why i'm enticed to talk to people and do this whole podcast is because it like anything can feel like another job you get into the day-to-day you know and it's just one day after another and you can let that
1: it is but i disagree it never uh, feels like another job to me
0: no it doesn't to me either it started to i think before the pandemic and i think that that time off really opened my eyes to how cool and how weird and how fun and of a job this really is, man, right? Yeah, we, we, we choose our own hours. No, we don't feel like working this week. Hello, Union Hall. I don't feel like working this week. There's huge freedom in all of that. Yeah. And our office is different, you know, performing arts venues around the fucking world. It's, you know, all these things and there's, tomorrow's going to be different than today. And oh, this is really the only job I could have kept for all these years, for it's sure. It's perfect for me, man. I would have never known it. I had no idea and I... Thank God I fell into it right after that sting show basically.
1: Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. That was that. Yeah. Like end of the nineties, man. Just no idea. But yeah, yeah. It's it's a cool job. And it brings in such cool people because it does take a certain type. You can you gotta handle a certain level of insanity. Oh yeah. You know, the hours get crazy fucking weird. And also people do this that can't do anything else. There's some of that, there's a lot of that. Yeah. But then you got a lot of really smart specialist. Yeah. Artists, you know? Like, right.
1: But once again, they they would a lot of them would have a hard time in a in the corporate world.
0: Not yeah. all of them, but a lot of them. Yeah, no, no, no. I'll tell you what, doing corporate A V is close enough to the corporate world for me.
1: It is for me too. No, I can't. I mean, do the it. only reason I stuck with corporate A V um through the union is because that's where the money is. And and I just I seem to have a, oh, fit, no, a little I bit of, I have a little bit of talent for it. Totally so, get it. So I can do it. I get
0: know? it. Oh, I get it. I get it. Only reason I don't do it is because of those perk special moments, which happen in corporate AV. But to me, corporate AV starts to feel kind of the same, you know, like one show after another, they kind of blend one dentist conventions, another yeah. beauty convention. It just starts to feel but the it's same. it's
1: still different. We're not working for the same people and we oh, don't no. have the same, yeah. you know. Oh, it's still better.
0: Dynamics of, you know. But for me, I've, 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 I wanted the arts. I love the performing arts stuff. So much more than I ever thought I would. Yeah. But I just like that energy backstage. I like the being around and helping performers. I like- Yeah, I do too. The creativity. I like the time crunches. I like the problem solving. Like, I like the theaters, man, which is, I guess I'm coming to terms with that. Like, I like yeah. it. I really do. I, I really enjoy like that whole world, man. Yeah. And it does pay less and it's, it's fucking, it's got its problems for sure.
1: Sure. But, you know, we, we could easily get jobs where we're making 150 grand a year, but we wouldn't be happy. Wait, how easily?
0: Easily. Pretty easily. Oh shit, I might even know. Yeah. No, it's a great job. It's yeah. a great career, man, right? Yeah. Like you've made a whole life out of it. Like, look, right. you know, and it's- and where, and where
1: I wanted to end up, and I hope I hope I can make this last because, you know, you never know from day to day with this job. But um, I wanted to end up at the Fillmore. I, I figured that was a job I wanted to ride into retirement. And maybe I can now, I have a chance. You know, it's like it's like I had a goal and I made it to where I wanted to be.
0: Oh yeah, and going in in all different directions in the meantime, like, right. you know, taking the work as it comes and all that. Right. But it's it's
1: funny. It's like the music That's cool. actually- That's a good place to write. It's not how, what brought me into it. It's so weird. It's like I was working on a film and one day one of the guys I was working with, I was doing special effects on an HBO film. Okay. Um, which was pretty cool. We got to blow a lot of shit up. That's fun. Right? Um, Dude. Yeah. And what an
0: intro that is too, to be like, ah damn, we get paid and probably paid oh, very God. well, right? No, not me. No, oh, well, not, yeah.
1: That's too bad. I was considered a special effects uh, grunt. PA- <laughs> um, but um, oh, it was still fun. Yeah, myself. there you go. All right. Anyway, one of the guys I was working with in that film said, hey, look, we're off this weekend. Um, I got a gig on Saturday. Do you want to you join me on it? And it pays really well. Mm. And it was basically working on the audio department of a corporate uh, show at the Fountain Blue, uh, which I had never done before. Oh, interesting. Okay. I was like, oh, wow. This is, you know, and I did well, you know. It was all open real tape recorders back then in 1980.
0: And oh, I, Okay. So it wasn't like you went into doing like the- working with bands. You weren't doing like-
1: I was doing that, but that was a separate thing because I was in the bands. But film
0: was really the thing. And, and it was music, movie business and then that right. led you into right. live. But, and then also 1981.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, it was also working with bands because I got a job in a recording studio in 1981 recording all the punk bands in Miami. Okay. Which, you know, still- some of the records are worth thousands now. It's crazy.
0: Uh, listen, worth nothing. It's it's fucking cool ass memories, man. Right. I mean, what a it time. Is. What a time. And what a but, scene to But be That's a part how of I those.
1: really learned audio, too. And that's why when I joined the union, I told them, hey, right. audio is my thing. That and you know what set. they said? They said, well, okay, but you're going to be a carpenter in the opera because you're going to really learn skills. Yeah. And thank God they did. Yeah. Look, look what—that's thirty-five years ago. Look where I am now.
0: There was more of a training setup like yeah. that, where it was a, a general. You training. have to do a couple
1: years as a carp, a couple yeah. years as a fuck as an electrician, a, you know, yeah. whatever. And Get so a sense I, of I, what's I,
0: going on. It's good to know, like what the other people are doing, what else is happening on stage. I mean,
1: I toured with Miami City Ballet as a as a as, a, as
0: an L two. Yeah. know, What the hell? But then to drift in, and then did you do a lot of movie work after that, or once you kind of started doing live not a, shit, not a, that not was Not it. a
1: lot, because. I started doing live stuff with the opera and, um, you know, got into union late 1984 mm. and 1986, I got into the, uh, God. I got into IATSE via 477. I was a charter member.
0: Okay. Oh, when did they start? Cause they started 86. during, during a, uh, Miami Vice, right? Yeah, or because of even, 86. Right? Talk about fucking wild times. Goodwin senior, which I think is a, we can tell cause it's a story is basically the start of cops. Like it is right. And it's connected to Miami Vice. It is. God, I gotta find that dude. I bet I could sit and talk to him. Oh yeah, he's got some fucked up stories. Man. Okay, that now listen
1: to this. Crazy. You Tell know me. what's crazy? Yeah. Ricky Goodwin. Oh. Who's Mike? Please, Mike, is yeah, yeah, Mike is his dad. Yeah. Mike is his. All right. It's okay. No, it's fine. <laughs> okay. This is good. Yeah, I'm good. Mike is his dad. Yeah. So his dad was don't arrested.
0: Get Just don't get me killed.
1: I won't. Oh, right. His dad was arrested yeah. on the first episode of Cops, basically, with... Heraldo. Geraldo. Vera. Yes,
0: the Geraldo show. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, dude, yeah, no, that's crazy. So that during that time of Miami Vice, you got characters like that, that are literally like moving way more than just like a little bags of things. No, he was selling kilos big time to where they're getting busted on camera with on a TV show and stuff. So it's like, that's what's going on then it's Miami. It's the eighties. It's fucking, you know, it's just wild. So, I mean, and, and to give him credit,
1: Mike Sr. always said that it was kind of a setup, and I believe him.
0: Oh, listen, I'm not they saying- They didn't really
1: care about busting. They want to bust somebody, and they just made it
0: happen. I'm certainly not saying he's guilty of anything or anything. I'm right. more just saying that the atmosphere at the time was definitely that kind of atmosphere, right? Right. right. It, was, it was way more wild and crazy. Yeah. Can you think, as we wrap up here, of- a story from a, a, from that time that just stands out as fucking- Oh, God. I know. I'm trying to think of a way to narrow it down more. Maybe not Miami Vice. Maybe- Because I, I really didn't work on Miami Vice. Something with one of these guys that was just so, like like a Trice type or so, one of these okay, guys- Okay, okay, okay. It's just Andy, so over the top. Andy
1: Giamenko? Yeah, perfect. Okay. um God rest his soul. Good guy. I like okay. Him. So anyway, so now I'm the steward of the convention center and a show comes in. Called Urban Something. It was basically all these billionaires that were buying up land in urban areas and making, you know, the the first smart city things and all that. It was um it was a show for billionaires. It was super uptight. We all had uh, to wear suits and ties the whole time. Oh my god. Um one of the most uptight shows I was I've been ever at. Okay? Suits and
0: ties for everybody on the crew? Everybody on the crew. I've, all right. I've heard it. I've never had to do that. Just, yeah, yeah, they did that a few times at the fucking center. Snooty.
1: Well, this is what the show wanted and that's what they want. That's what they get, you know?
0: Yeah, I, I want extra money for a wardrobe change or something, right? We were making a lot of money. If you got to wear a costume, okay. give me 50 bucks.
1: So now I had one set of breakout rooms that was basically being handled by Andy. Andy G. Minko, rest in peace. Andy G. And uh, um, Joe, um, I can't think of his last name. Well, it doesn't matter. Anyway. Names are bad. He's, he's passed away too. Um yeah. Things were going very smooth.
0: Okay, good. So good I start. had not
1: taken a break. I mean, I'd gotten some, you know, time off at night, maybe six hours a night or something. We were on turnarounds. We were all, all kinds of things, maybe oh. eight hours a night, but barely had any sleep. Yeah. Finally, things were running smooth. I could get out for lunch for the you first time, take, take a real hour lunch. Take a breath. Yeah. Yeah. So I went out. I'm finally relaxing, having a good meal. Right. Finally out of the building. Okay. Well, I get now. back into the building Jesus Christ. and it's like, okay, everything's been so smooth. I mean, for, you know.
0: Right. What could, what could be wrong?
1: All of a sudden, I have Jim Dalton, who was the actually steward at the Glacky Gleason, running up to me goes, we have a huge problem. Huge problem. Oh, boy. Multiple fires. Okay. Apparently, Andy Jimenko bit this woman's ass. Oh, Jesus Christ. And uh, they called the police.
0: <laughs> I mean, come on. Of of all the problems. Now, I call Andy. Bit her and, ass. And Andy's, Unreal. Andy's
1: almost crying. <sighs> Where are you, Andy he's like i'm about three blocks away oh he knows he fucked up he goes i ran away because jim dalton told me to call the cops oh my god and he said and then i i was going so fast i ran over one of those barricades and i ran under my front tire and flattened it and then I ran over my back tire and flattened it so i'm three blocks away with, with two, two flat, flat tires, tires and i'm stuck and what? the police are coming what do i do i knew this guy oh my god okay just hang on Andy. He what goes, do i do it turns out oh, what happened god. was he and so joe stupid. were just they were bored they were bored they had been apparently on this super uptight show running cookies up the escalator reels, racing them. Like how oh, can you race? God, they, they both were, go the same fucking speed.
0: That's that no sleep boredom you just start doing. Right. But you you got to control yourselves. So, so <laughs> These are grown these men. These two women the that
1: Andy <laughs> had been dealing with that were in charge of, these women were in charge of like these
0: six uh, or eight rooms or of something. Of course they were and the, the one in charge, especially.
1: Of just those rooms. And so Andy had been dealing with them and had been friendly with them and they'd been friendly with him. Sure. I mean, he was a cute guy. You know, um, yeah, but there's there, okay. Anyway, but he <laughs> there's friendly and there's so now. Andy says something when the two women walk by. He's like, "Damn, I'd like to, I'd like to bite one of them on the ass."
0: Sure. So as, what as, does as Joe you. say?
1: Joe says, "I'll bet you five dollars you won't." Five dollars? Well, shit. So Andy runs up to the woman, uh, runs up to her,
0: <laughs> and says no. to
1: her, "Listen, I'm just kidding." Don't worry about it. And he pretends to bite her in the ass, doesn't actually touch her ass,
0: Yeah.
1: but bends down right next to her fucking skirt, right? With and with and chomps down like within an inch of her ass, and
0: with no further explanation. With either. no further explanation, it
1: crazy. And then turns out that her husband was a police captain for sure, the city of Miami of or city of Miami Beach or something.
0: I mean, a real bigwig. Pretty much the worst person. Pretty much wife the worst person you can wife. fucking play. So around she with calls like
1: that. him, and next thing you know, there's all these cops coming.
0: <sighs> fucking Christ.
1: real, man. So now the general manager comes up to calls me up to his office.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's a big deal, right? I mean, the cops are there. So it's like, I'm sure everyone's on fucking blame game. And
1: the general manager and I were on good terms. So he crosses his legs and says, so David, you're the steward. It's your job to defend him. So (laughs) please defend him. Yeah. Let me hear it. And I'm like, I can't even, uh, because I, I didn't say anything. So I'm, I'm like holding my arms. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I so all I did is I defended the other guy because I figured I could save his job. I knew there was mm. nothing I could do to save Andy's job. It, yeah. I mean, it's too. He was actually, I think the first person banned from there. No shit. You know, under, you know.
0: Well, that'll do it. I mean, and, that, that's the way to do it. And. Um, oh my God. What a situation. Anyway, and ended up, he ended up
1: not getting arrested and everything kind of worked out, but. Except for being banned for life. At the it building. worked out for, for the rest of us. I mean, yeah,
0: whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh my God. And meanwhile, the show went on, right? The show
1: went on fine. Uh, I mean, he didn't actually disrupt it. He just yeah. did something very inappropriate to a very important person. It's so stupid. Like, what for a no stupid reason.
0: thing. Just boredom. You know, just the fucking Looney Tunes, stressed out boredom of the job. I
1: managed to save Joe's job and that, that worked. It's yeah, that's a, that's a good, bad You know, average. I said he didn't really mean it when he said, I'll bet you... Yeah,
0: and he said five dollars. I mean, come on, who's going to take that serious? Oh, apparently he is. Apparently. He's actually going to try
1: it. Andy, Andy just did it for fun. You know, Andy, he would do anything.
0: Yeah, but shit like that's crazy. I mean, people would do dumb shit like that. There was a lot of that kind of stuff you'd hear about, of like almost like hazing type of stuff where it's almost. I mean, it's on borderline. Oh yeah, well I got borderline I got, bullying.
1: I got hazed a lot when it, I first started. It was
0: it was rough, right? it got, yeah. it was, it got better. That Tommy, got better.
1: Tommy Ryan. Oh my God, he fucking rest in peace. Him. I like Tommy too, but yeah, he did things like you know my first ice show. You know, mm-hmm. I'm carrying these lamps across. And he's like, what are you doing? He acted like he was a road guy. He said, you put that thing down, and you slide it across. It takes too much time to carry it. Oh my God. So I slid it across. I almost got fired for it. Oh sure, my God. What the fuck are set. you
0: doing? Why would yeah. you listen to him? He's laughing his ass off. He yeah. is. He also,
1: we I was working. I like that. We were I'm doing excited. a Madonna show once at the Orange Bowl. It was a huge fucking show. And we all had to wait outside, you know, in this back area and then come up on stage after, you know, she was done. And... um <laughs>
0: What happened to Madonna?
1: Well, first he um, tells the guard when he walks in, hey, that guy there, he's not with us.
0: Like, okay, and the guard takes it serious. The guard takes it serious. Now there's a whole big deal. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah.
1: So now I I walk out. Now some guy comes running up to me. He goes, you got to get me backstage, man, because look, I did this record. He holds up a record with my name on it that I had engineered. I'm like, I don't remember you there, you know?
0: What a fucking weird- And it was
1: some fam- famous woman. I don't
0: remember who it was now. God. But of all things, that's, that's I would almost feel Another like- Another small world shit. It
1: was like one in a million shit. Yeah. He that's... literally holds up a record that I engineer, and my
0: name is on the record he's holding. I would have been, why are you showing me this? Like, it's like a Nardwar thing. Like, why, how do you, why do you have this? It was so God, weird. That's fucking strange. Did you let him backstage? I no. Mean, <laughs> Psychopath. I wish no. I'd taken the record from him because I would have a copy anymore. Yeah. Oh, fucker. Yeah, you should. And I think it was someone really famous
1: now. Oh my God. Um, I mean, like, because it was enough for him to show me to get backstage or something that became really... I did a demo for her in this little studio in Miami. I just wonder what he was trying to pull off.
0: You know what I mean? Like what He was did just he... trying to get himself backstage. And hey, you got to watch out for people, dude. There's... I don't let anybody backstage. No, I don't fucking... I I, I don't like doors being... I don't know. I, I You got to okay. just be careful. You and know. Then,
1: and then we'll come back to that in one second. But the last Madonna thing oh, is... Perfect. So now as I'm coming back in after I'd gone out again and come back, but this time I had my official pass, is... They had these this row of hedges and I had to walk around and I'm walking down this road trying to get to the opening and, um, you know, to get into the backstage thing. Okay. Oh, now you answer the phone. No, I'm not answering. Just stop. Um, anyway, so- um, all of a sudden this limo is racing at me and it's fucking Madonna and Sean Penn and I got nowhere to go.
0: Oh, it's during the Sean Penn era. Yeah, oh, and so shit. I had to
1: dive into the fucking bushes and not get run over by Madonna and Sean Penn
0: and their limo driver. <laughs> it should have, actually. That would have been a, b- a better story. I thought maybe. of that later. I know, you it know? Had a good
1: story and probably a great lawsuit.
0: Um, <laughs> well, yeah, probably. Yeah. Or I'd probably end up crippled and I'm like, God damn it. Not that good a story. No, yeah. it, well, you know, people ask you, how, how'd how you lose your legs? And you it's not a bad answer, you know, as far as that goes. Yeah,
1: how'd you lose your legs? And I don't know. Hey, hey she gave me a hundred thousand dollars for it. Like,
0: oh, yeah, man. I don't know how far that gets you. Yeah, yeah I mean, exactly. It's but a good story I mean? at that, the bar. That, and, yeah. Oh my God! Um, All right, buddy. Listen, we're gonna pick up more. There's so much more to, I want to talk to you about. Thank you for okay. your time. Thank you for coming down here and right. sitting with me my and pleasure. talking. My pleasure. It this, was easy, right? Pretty. This is great. Not yeah, we we'll just start kind of casual. I didn't, tell get, I didn't get I didn't
1: get kicked off like I did the last radio interview I was
0: on. So. No, nothing too uh, out this of control. This is radio, so not I'm the two to graphic. Yeah, I got the okay. chance. I can right. take stuff out if need be. Right. But uh, I don't know why you had your pants off the whole time. That was not necessary. I haven't. I didn't wear pants here. I just drove like that. So come on, man. It, it is hot in here. So I guess it wasn't a bad idea. I might right. Sorry if my balls smell a little bit, but... I might take my pants off okay.
1: now too. Uh, no, no, not while I'm still here. This is... I don't know. Still got some time left. Dave Camp, thank you, pal. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. All right, buddy. Okay.
0: Thanks again. You still here? You guys made it this far? If you made it this far, you think there might be something here, right? There's got to be something. Uh, do me a favor and do all the, you know, subscribe and like and rate and review. Send me an email again at standbys at standby to standby.org. Tell me what you think. Uh, If you think this show has hope, if you think this show should be put in the toilet, do you let me know? Curtains up, curtains down. What are we doing? Anyway, thank you guys for making it through this. Thank you, everybody. And um, I hope to see you on the next one, which will hopefully be in two weeks. Uh, Thank you again. I really hope to talk to you all soon and keep doing this. I'm excited. I hope you are too. Uh, Thank you again. Thank you. And thank you. And thank you. All right. Goodbye.
1: Standby to standby.org.